Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. The strong, the powerful Andrea Freeman is here on Money Savage Create. Welcome, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. Andrea is a lifelong entrepreneur. She is a mindful business coach and a peak performance planner. And likely, and again, rather, I'm excited to have you on the show. Andrea, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so again, excited to be here. I live with my husband and my five-year-old daughter about 90 minutes north of New York City. And I started my first business when I was 12 years old. That was awesome Andrea's babysitting. Nice. But simultaneously, I was bitten by the mindset bug when I, quote unquote, borrowed a meditation book from my mom. And then I, at 26, launched my second business. That was a private chef company, going into people's homes, catering, private dinners, that kind of thing. And at 30 is when I launched my event planning business. And that is what had me hosting red carpet celebrities, socialites, high net worth clients. I mean, you name it. It was a really exciting business. And that all led me to this mindful business coaching that I'm currently doing. Because throughout all of it, I was always living by this motto that you have to let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. And I love love, love being a business owner and through all the stages when I was working constantly around the clock, when I was thinking about quitting, when I was frustrated and like not sure how to get clients, I just really always saw it all as an opportunity to grow like personally in ways that I couldn't have imagined and, and really always saw business as a vehicle for making an impact in the world. So that's really when you ask why I do what I do why I create, why I work with creative entrepreneurs, because I really love to help them build the mindset muscles so that they can have it all, the thriving business, the impact, the income, the vitality, just all of it. Well, amen to that. So I, I think I may have written it down wrong. Is it, it's personal evolution to fill business revolution? Let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. Nice. I like that. How did that, how, did, did, did you just come up with that? Was it like a light bulb turns on? It was, it was. <laughs> I was actually working with a coaching client and I said it to her and I was like, oh, that that's it. Gotta that write just it down. Happened. <laughs> yeah, wrote it down right away. She was like, did you just create your tagline right now? Maybe. It was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, so you're a 12 year old and you are already getting into business and then, you know, throughout the course of, of, of your life, you've been trying different things and, um, to, to your point, all of your successes and failures have been an opportunity to, 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 to grow personally. Um, you, you mentioned, um, a, a, a book about, um, was it meditation? Yeah, it was, um, Dr. Andrew Weil, you know, um, he's, 
a, an MD and he's like a holistic health doctor and um, kind of looks like Santa Claus. He's adorable. Nice. And uh, yeah, so she, my mom had this book and it was really talking about how he had, as a medical student, gone into the Amazon and learned about like really natural holistic medicine and that that altered the course of his life and and mindfulness and he had some meditation techniques and I don't know why I took this book from her but I started <laughs> doing the deep breathing I started reading about I mean as a 13 year old about people who had transformed their lives and healed like you know massive traumas in their life and I, for whatever reason I was very interested I read the whole thing many times wow <laughs> yeah that's fascinating, right? I'm thinking like, what well, what was I reading when I was 13 years old? And it certainly was nothing, you know, I, I really don't remember. I probably wasn't reading anything at all, but it certainly wasn't that. I think that that's fascinating. And I mean, do you point to that and you say, wow, that really, that, that changed a lot of things for me? I, I do. And you know, it wasn't one of those things in the moment, like when you're a kid, you're just, you're interested in what you're interested in and yeah. you're just giving all your attention to those things that are capturing your attention. Right. So I wasn't having a very internal conversation with myself about it being weird or different or anything other than just, I was interested in it. Got it. And, and, and your folks are, are they kind of seeker kind of people who are interested in this stuff or was this just a random book? Yes and no. I mean, they would buy a lot of personal development and kind of self-help stuff, but a lot of it would gather dust on mm -hmm. the shelf. Sure. Um, and yeah, I, I, they had a lot of other books around. I don't know why this book grabbed me so much, but it was, you know, maybe it was a little bit divine in a way. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I definitely uh, really, really resonated with the message and I think always took a little piece of that with me. I wasn't somebody who then went on and was always meditating throughout all my teenage years. I would dabble on and off. I would go in and out. I was very much a kid, you know, let's, I don't, let's not make me like out to be some kind of crazy prodigy. Sure, sure. I was just a kid <laughs> and I was interested in these things and I would, I think I would like get into things and then realize there were these tools and I would try them out again. And so I would, I would go in and out of practice with it. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. So you 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 are a, a mindful business coach, and I got introduced to mindfulness. Now I'm not going to be able to tell you how many years ago it's been. Um, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to be a mindful business coach? Hmm. So mindfulness to me is really about doing whatever practices are right for you to have yourself be in the space to do your most effortless, elegant thinking. Uh, and whether you're applying that to business or whether you are using that in your personal life, and I am a huge proponent that we don't have two separate lives, we have just one life. So wherever in your life you are called to be using those tools, that you are then applying them in a way that makes an impact, that causes a shift, that allows you to evolve your relationship to yourself in a way that you believe that you are more capable, that you are, you know, living your most fulfilling life as a result of implementing those things. If it's not helping you feel more fulfilled, toss it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. And what an important realization transformation for for people to have is to, to come to maybe it's first the recognition that hey i should not have a work life and then a personal life and then try to balance those things against one another i should just have a life 
Yeah, we have one life. I very often work with my clients when we're talking about like, how do I balance all of it? Uh, to really stop even asking the question. If we're looking at and talking about balance, we're almost talking about two separate things. But when we are integrated, when we are whole, when we are living from a place where we are doing the things that we are called to and inspired to do, then you know, very little is not fulfilling. So how do we start that process? Is it a, is it first something like I have a triggering event and recognizing that things are out of whack? I'm not happy. Mm, Yeah. It's so interesting. I think that the entry point is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. We're all on our own unique path. Right. Um, but I think that there is a process that that I work with with my clients that seems to work for for everyone and produce a lot of result. And it's something that I call the host method. And it's really um, H-O-S-T, each you know letter of the acronym here stands for something. So honor your why. So really get grounded in your purpose to understand why you do what you do, why you're called to do what you do. And really doing probably some deep work to get clarity about that deep soulful mission in life. And then to really own who you truly are. You know, stopping with the negative self-talk, stopping with the defeatist attitude and really owning your infinite potential, how capable you are. And then whatever the work looks like that there is for you to do to shift your perspective, to be able to stay in that elevated place, that empowering place. Uh, And that's often like a lot of techniques, like, you know, I use meditation, affirmations, journaling. I mean, there's so many tools, energy work, all of it are, um, gives you access to being able to stay in that higher vibe place, that more empowered place. And then from there in our businesses and in our lives, we're creating not from want, not from lack, not from scarcity and needing to fill a need, but really inspired to take action, creating it's generative. It is effervescent. It is overflowing. And, you know, and it's really a cycle that kind of feeds itself at at every turn that there is to make a decision or a determination about what to do next, like to check in with yourself and see, does like this line up with my purpose? Is this something that's going to allow me to really grow as a person, own what I'm capable of to be able to stay in my highest vibe place? And am I inspired to do it? And, I, I'm extremely confident that that this next question is going to be relative to everybody as well. But when you're working with people, are they? It's how often are they finding that they're going to have to shift what they're actually doing? Mm. So yeah, very relative. Um, you know, some people come to me and are really already questioning their business and the path that they're on with their business. And, and very often it is because they have outgrown their business and, uh, you know, they're not finding their work fulfilling. And so sometimes the answer is to go in another direction and create a a new expression, a new, a new business. And sometimes it is really about, you know, creating the room, shifting that perspective, allowing yourself to be human and understand that like that you have evolved and that this is really a good thing to just be able to be in a place where you can kind of welcome those uncomfortable feelings that it's a very uncomfortable place to be when you feel like, you know, you've been working so hard at something and now somehow you've left it behind or 
or it's left you behind, like you have disappeared. This often happens when we're focusing on our doing. What do I need to be doing? Who do I need to be talking to? What kind of actions should I be taking? What tactics and strategies should I be using? And there is a lot of focus in traditional business advice that focuses on our doing and very, very little uh, focuses on our being. But, you know, mindfulness is a conversation that I recognize I'm not the only one having. And so there is, you know, some talk out there about tending to our mindset. And so some people are tending to their mindset, but very, very few people are tending to the final piece of the equation, which is receiving. And so this is a place where we really get to focus on allowing and opening up and expanding our capacity to receive. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate all that. I, I think, you know, I've, I've come to some, I wouldn't call them crossroads necessarily, or just decisions in my career where it's like, okay, you know, George, you, you, you want to make a shift here, but I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? I don't need to completely change industries in order to, to do the kind of work that I want to do and to, to, to achieve the, the things that, that I want to achieve. I can just make subtle shifts or, or to your point, change perspective. And obviously it's going to be unique to everybody, but I certainly appreciate everything you just said. Um, and I agree that, that we are focused so much on doing and tactics and stuff like that versus being. And then that next step, which you're talking about is receiving. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, we all want to receive more, right? We want more support, more sure. love, more money, more health, more abundance in all forms. And very often we in our in our businesses are focused on the doing. And when we get uncomfortable, when we are starting to feel like, ooh, you know, this this thing I've been trying hasn't been producing a result or, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and now it's not working anymore or, uh, you know, I, I want to change, I want to grow, I want to develop my business and what should be the next thing that I offer, which is a service or a doing. Very focused in that space. And I really advocate for doing something that is not necessarily logical, but to really do the work on who we're being and as a result, um, working on the conversation of receiving so that we are more capable of allowing because very often I'm working with high achieving business owners who are no stranger to hard work and nearing that point of you know burnout and feeling like if it took me this much to get to this level now that i'm setting this new goal this new milestone if it's going to take at least this or more i don't know if i have it in me and i believe that when we really surrender to doing the work of allowing and receiving that we really open up the space that we and it's really a lot of you know good amount of work to really shift the perspective to really believe we deserve to really dwell in how capable we are or that it doesn't have to be a lot of work and then once we get to that place it really starts to flow pretty effortlessly yeah yeah, that is a that is a big shift that uh, that I know that that it took me a long time for to sort of figure out. So, to your point, there are a lot of people out there having maybe similar conversations, but I don't think that they're necessarily focused on the right thing. So, I think that the work you're doing is so valuable. How does how 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 does community how 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 do tribes focus into this? Mm. 
Well, I mean, I, this work is really grounded in being part of a larger tribe, really being in a co-creative process ultimately with the universe. So it factors into every level of this. Mm -hmm. And for me and, uh, you know, my own personal unique purpose being something about creating connection and inspiration and community, I really make it a focus that when I'm working with clients that I am creating space for them to have, you know, all kinds, all levels of community. We're looking at from the very beginning at what their purpose is and what difference their business makes in their own personal lives, what difference it makes in their, you know, really intimate community, like their family, their town, their home, and, you know, then broadening that out and as big as they want to go. Are we talking about impacting the country? Are we talking about impacting the world uh, and creating really bold purpose? You know, like when we talk about wanting to create something that's about getting you out of bed in the morning, it gets used up pretty quickly if it's just about you. Yeah. So, you know, when you start creating something that's for for a massive scale, that's exciting. And, you know, like that's something worth waking up for and, and showing up and doing the hard work for, um, you know. And so there's individual coaching where I bring it in in creating and looking at what they want to create in the world. And then I also do offer, you know, like group coaching uh, experiences where people can be surrounded by a tribe of like minded people and be creating their goals and, and what's going on in their business and bouncing ideas off of other people who are on the same or similar path. Nice. I certainly appreciate that. It's, we all know that or have heard that we're the, the sum of the average of, I'm, I'm just going to butcher this. You want to be around smart and people who are like-minded and on the same path as you. So being able to find a community like that, I think is, is of immense value. So well, Andrea, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Uh, you know, I think that really that personal evolution, being able to fuel your business revolution is absolutely the key. And, you know, when I, we talked about receiving earlier, I just kind of want to guide people to look at where they might have blocks with receiving that if you're feeling uncomfortable with receiving compliments though if you shy away from hearing them if you have a hard time asking for help if you feel like you have to do it all if you you know feel like you could assert yourself more in asking for what you want or what you need if in your business you find yourself discounting your services often, then this kind of points to blocks with receiving. And this is the good news. Like I, if I can leave you with anything, I feel like when you notice the discomfort, when you notice the blocks, when you notice the barriers to where that you want to ultimately get to, it's the good news because it lets you know what work there is to do. Well, like that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. And what a valuable thing to, to be able to have that, to be able to recognize that. Say, okay, here, I'm, I'm having a problem receiving a compliment. I'm really, I'm constantly giving away free stuff and I'm not really placing enough value on that. That's where, that's where you need to, to be shifting and, and, and doing the work in order to really start receiving and, and have those breakthroughs. So I appreciate that. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage? And I know you have a new offering coming out. 
Yeah, so I'm super excited. In September, we are launching the Up Level Collective. And for anybody who wants to be part of that tribe, it's the same benefits of one-on-one coaching, but with the added benefit of group mind collective. So that is at andreafreemanconsulting.com forward slash up level collective. And if you want to stay in touch on Instagram, that's where I'm the most active. That is a Freeman underscore Insta. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Andrea your appreciation and share share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to andreafreemanconsulting.com and then andreafreemanconsulting.com slash uplevelcollective. Check out all the great resources as well as that new program launching in September. Thanks again, Andrea. Thanks so much, George. It's great. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.